Are you ready? Yes, I am. Then let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. Where are you in life and how did you get there? Are you living your dream or did you take the road less traveled? Today, we're going to walk into lifestyles. From our overall situations to daily routines, we'll compare our own differences and discuss why they work for us. We'll hopefully impart some wisdom to you on how to get where you want to be and also what to do when others don't agree with your choices. Step right up, because here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Today on Two Redheads, we are delving into lifestyles and life choices. A very broad topic for us to get into and lots of differences between the two of us on our lifestyles and how we've, we've played out over the years and what we're looking forward to over the next however many years. (laughs) Yeah, I think we've got a good way to narrow it down, though. We're not going to go too crazy. I think so. To get us started off with our rapid fire questions this week, let's figure out who's going to do them. So rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock? Sure. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. And then go. (laughs) Spock wins it all, I think it was, right? Isn't that how it works? I don't know. Spock wins it all. I have to go back and watch those episodes. Thank you, Sheldon, from Big Bang Theory. (laughs) Exactly. Right. I'll, I'll do the rapid fire. Fair enough. All right. So Dallas, give yes. me a simple rundown of your overall lifestyle. Okay. I am single, no kids, never married, mm-hmm. job, and I have pets. Okay. For me, I am a married stay-at-home mom. So I do not work outside of the house, although I do volunteer. And I have two kiddos and a dog. So pretty different there to start that right off the bat. (laughs) Very. Okay. Question number two. Give me a rundown of your daily lifestyle. Daily lifestyle has been seriously edited since I've been dealing with my condition. But in general, it's still chores, laundry, dishes, take care of the kitty cats, that kind of thing. And then exercise has gone the way of the dodo. And I miss it so much. I used to play racquetball a lot and be a very active person. And to not be able to do that anymore. I mean, even walking is a difficulty at this point. So a lot of that lifestyle, that daily lifestyle has significantly changed. And you? Mine is any movie you watch with a typical suburban mom, that is me. I do the school runs. I take care of all the house chores. I volunteer at the kids' schools when I can. I do try to include exercise at least three to five times a week usually on the higher end, and just dealing with ins and outs of everyday family life. Right. So are you happy with this lifestyle? Because I do remember in college way back when you wanted to be a housewife and mom. Yes, that's true. I did want to work. However, I was studying marine biology and I was gonna change the world and save the whales, save the dolphins. Didn't get a chance to do that. Went a different way with my education and then got married and my husband and I actually worked together. So we decided it would be best if I did not work at the same company as him. So it was much easier at that point to say, all right, well, I'm just going to stay at home with the kids Mm -hmm. when we have them, which was only about a year later or so. I'd say pretty much 
happy. Like I said, I didn't get that, that little dream job that I had back when, but everything else, you know, the, the house, the 2.5 kids, the husband, the dog, everything that I wanted, I, I did get. Excellent. And how about you? Where does your lifestyle now fit in with what you thought it would be? Very interesting question. If you had asked me uh, a few years ago, did my lifestyle end up being exactly what I was thinking it would be? I would have said yes, absolutely. I traveled a lot for work. I got to travel internationally, which was a fantastic thing to do. Explore, you know, new places, meet new people, eat new foods. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, you know, I had a great house and I had a, and I was in a city that at the time I loved, had a lot of friends, was, was very content with everything. And then life changed. <laughs> and so now I'm kind of in that very interesting spot of, for some people, they would just call it a midlife crisis because of the age range that I'm in. But really, it just has to do with condition. My lifestyle is now having to change drastically, and I have to figure out a new path. So your lifestyle now is a basically a product mm -hmm. of your health. Yep. Gotcha. And in and, and kind of a mix, because I was actually in the process of getting ready to change my lifestyle ever so slightly okay. uh, into a new direction, mostly on the work side of things. I was getting ready to change into a slightly different direction in that side. And this just happened to hit right as that was scaling up and then COVID hit right after it. And all of those things went into, again, significant lifestyle change. And of course, nothing close to what I was going to school for when we met. If you remember, my entire life as a kid was I wanted to be an astronaut. That was it, like singular focused. And I was at the school that would help me do that. Turned NASA down twice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing how things can shift and change in what we want in our lifestyle and how things are impacting mm -hmm. those choices for our lifestyles. So Lori, I know that you've had some changes as well in your lifestyle. What have those been? How has that impacted you? I definitely think the first major change from like my dream as a kid is I wanted a house full of kids. I honestly thought, you know, when I was maybe 10 years old, I'd have eight. I wanted the Brady Bunch house. You wanted a hockey team. <laughs> I did. I did. And then as I got into the I'm getting married portion, I was at that's ridiculous. Four. How about four? And it just happened the way it happened that I have two boys. They are five years almost to the day apart. So that really changed the scope of things. I was now a stay-at-home mom for almost 11 years. By the time my first one got into kindergarten, I had a newborn. So that was not the plan. The plan was I was going to go back to work sooner or, or do something sooner. Mm -hmm. And I'd have my kids much closer together, but you know what they say about the best laid plans. <laughs> so that was probably just my biggest change within the COVID realm of things. My change was my kids were home with me. They were not going to school. I right. was doing the homeschool thing for a year and a half because they didn't go back to school that, that second year. So they came home in March and they were home with me until a year and a half later. They finally went back to school last year in person. So thank goodness I wasn't tied up with something else and I was able to do that. Yes, because that was impactful to a lot of people's lifestyles. I could not imagine, God bless the women who work full-time or even the dads who work full-time. Yes. 
and were able to have their kids home and do their work. And I could not imagine it. Yes. I full full kudos to single parent households yes. during that time frame because I I just... don't understand how they got through it normally, right? I right. don't get how they do it on a normal basis, getting their kids yeah. to school and dealing with doing all of the things. I mean, as a single person, I mean, it's I struggle just to take care of myself. Having to think about, oh my gosh, taking care of the kids on top of that and then throw COVID on top of that. I have no idea how a lot of them got through it. And I know a lot of them probably struggled. Even a complete family unit with a, two parental figures that both worked. Mm -hmm. How are they managing it? I struggled so much and I had the time and yeah. I had the resources, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. And it was a struggle. I can't even imagine if I had right. different circumstances. It takes a village. It definitely does. To I, raise I the need kids. To find, I need to find that village. You're still, um, you're still working on that village. I'm still I'm still looking at the map for it. Where, <laughs> If anyone knows where this village is, please let me know. <laughs> and if it's in a different country. It might be. If it's in the UK. I might move there. <laughs> it might be. I think we should also mention that in addition to, you know, what we're talking about lifestyles, I think in today's day and age, lifestyles actually focuses a lot on sexuality as well. Like that's almost a, a defining word for it. And, and it's only a small portion of it, right? Lifestyle encompasses this large scope of all of the different life choices that you put together. And not one cookie cutter works for everybody. Correct. That was one thing that growing up, I know my mother struggled with. She was in the generation that was kind of redefining what it meant to be a woman, to be a woman in the working world, to participate in those types of areas. And now it's just almost overwhelming sometimes to think about we have so much choice available to us on the way that we can conduct ourselves and our lifestyles that we choose and all of the different aspects of it and sexuality being just that one small aspect of it. But again, it just seems to be taking the prevalence right now in all of the media. It does. And I, I almost feel as though that's doing them a disservice because that's who they are. You know, your sexuality is who you are. It's not what you do. So, you know, I do school runs, I do chores. And sometimes when you get into people's lifestyles in terms of their sexuality, you ignore the rest of it. And I really think that yes. that shouldn't be the central theme of anyone's lifestyle, what your sexuality is. I agree. And I also agree that work shouldn't be the single defining piece of your lifestyle either. I mean, it's so amazing to me how many people you meet for the first time. And one of the first questions that people ask is, well, what do you do? You know, I and I went, wait a minute, hold on. That's not the defining piece of who I am. Now it is <laughs> because we're doing this podcast. Right. But, you know, my day job isn't the defining piece of, of who I am or what I do. No, it's, it's just a, a component part of the larger picture. Exactly. Of course, you it's know? also really fun to tell people that I'm a voiceover artist and kind of just see their face go weird. <laughs> you know, like, what is that? How are you doing that? Do you do, you know, do you have fun? And of course, my old job as a corporate trainer and project manager, IT project manager, everybody's eyes just glazed over. <laughs> As did mine. Yes. I apologize, but mine did. 
They did. It's okay. Just because I didn't understand. So yeah, it's interesting as to how these types of things kind of define us. And I think what is also interesting when we start talking about lifestyle and being comfortable with your lifestyle, whatever that may be, is dealing with people who have these very set ways and definitions mm -hmm. of what is that cookie cutter lifestyle that you should have. Right. And I know you have suffered from that a couple of times where people ask, you know, what do you do? What's your job? You as a stay at home mom get a lot of that, not animus. Um, it's, oh, it's judgmental. It's judgmental. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely judgmental, even if they don't mean for it to be like some person just, oh gosh, I think it was at the bank. And they asked me if I wanted to apply for a card. And I'm like, you know, where you work and stuff. It's like, I'm a stay at home mom. I don't need that. However, that situation went. But she's like, oh, so you don't work? Well, you know, I, I don't work outside of the house. But if you think about it, I'm raising children, which is what you pay how many thousands of dollars a year in daycare fees. And that's only from like nine to five. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm doing things. it 24 seven. Mm -hmm. And again, daycare doesn't include any of the, the chores that happen. You know, they're at the school and then they mm -hmm. have custodians. Well, I'm the custodian for my kids because I'm cleaning up after, after everything they do. I don't want to go into that. Oh, we do so much, but I am literally the babysitter. I am like a medical consultant. Mm -hmm. I am their entertainment. <laughs> you are definitely their entertainment. Yeah. And you know, the cooking and the cleaning and that you have to do whether you have kids or not. But yeah, anyone who says that being a stay at home mom isn't a job has obviously never had their child in daycare because it is in fact a job. Mm -hmm. I'm just not being paid outside of the house to do that. Right. And I think that's really devaluing a stay at home parent, whether it be the mother or the father. Mm -hmm. It's, oh, you just, you just stay home and play all day. Right. Well, it's oh, like you well, stay you home said... and eat bonbons and, and watch soap operas all day. I know what you do during your day. All of the chores and the things that you do for the kids and everything else that, again, a person at the daycare would be doing, you're doing those same types of activities. Mm-hmm. And more, you know, still, I'm the one during the day taking appointments, running errands with the kids yeah. or with one kid or however many. It's a struggle. It's it's, it's, it's a struggle that I chose, mm -hmm. or I shouldn't even say struggle that I chose. It's, it's the lifestyle choice that I chose. Mm -hmm. It's where I am. I'm not complaining about it, but I don't like the feeling of people thinking that I am less than them because I don't work. I chose not to work. Now, yes. if I were childless or... Whatever with my Ding. feet up. No, but you, you know, we talked, you take care of, you, you do everything, you know, with my feet up, with a maid, with a chef, you know, live in that Kardashian or whatever lifestyle, although they do hustle for their money, but just that <laughs> lifestyle, then I could see like people like, oh yeah, you don't have a job. You just sit around all day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but, I get the other side of uh -huh. that judgment, which is, oh, you don't have kids or no, you're I don't married. and I'm not married. And never really wanted to be, you know, it's like, I get the flip side of that judgment. Oh, well, you have all this extra time because you don't have kids. No, actually, because I have, you know, a full-time career that I am fully involved in. I don't have that kind of time. And I don't prefer to refer to them as fur babies. But taking care of pets is a lot of work in and of itself. You have the same appointments. You have to be taking them to the doctor occasionally. You have to be dealing with medicines. You have to deal with entertaining them. I have a kitten that is driving me 
driving me crazy because she's so energetic right now. It's like having a little baby around constantly. She wants attention and to play and she's driving me and the older cat a little crazy. That's funny. My my dog is, is so old and so just lays around the house that it, she's my easiest child. <laughs> Even easier than my husband. He's an adult. <laughs> All I have to do is make sure she has food, water, and she goes out when she wants. Exactly. And then she comes and gets cuddles when she feels like it. Which works. That's nice. And it's, again, we've even had a little judgment between us. When I say that, you know, I'm taking care of the, the pets and I relate it back to kids, sometimes I've had a little bit of a, mm-hmm, you don't have kids kind of thing come from you. And yep. you don't mean it with, you know, to be mean. It's just that no. reaction that we, that people have because right. of the situations in life styles that they're in. Right. Like, like we had the, both the situation this recently where one of our pets has passed away and we were both equally heartbroken. So I know we love them the same amount, but yeah, I'm of the mindset that changing a diaper, changing a whole outfit after a, a blowout potty training, <laughs> it's a little harder than cleaning up kitty litter. Well, you've never had it outside over the kitty litter box. So, I mean, it's, it's just because it's from the choice from the choices I make, this is where I see that. And from the choices yes. you make, that's how you see mm -hmm. with me. So it is just perspectives. It's not any sort of judgment. It's more of just a huh, kind of reaction. Not like, it, takes, no. it takes a little bit to get past it. Mm -hmm. We have these very set ways of seeing things. And so that's something in lifestyles that we've encountered both this judgment side of things. How have you dealt with somebody who's extremely judgmental of your choices? This is going to sound like a cop-out, but I don't know that anyone has been extremely judgmental. And I'll tell you why. Because I believe that a very large percentage of the population consider my lifestyle, straight, married, kids, job not included, to be the basic norm. And I'm using air quotes here. So really the you don't work is the only judgment I get, but it's not on a very severe level. It's not a level that makes me feel bad, like I'm, I'm less than, but I don't feel any intense judgment as say a person in a same-sex marriage would. Mm -hmm. Maybe a woman who chooses to undergo IVF because she wants to be a single mother and mm -hmm. she's past a certain age. That seems to be outside the public's again, air quotes, norm. Mm -hmm. So I honestly don't feel it. Do you? Do you feel any like e extreme judgment? I've gotten lucky because my family accepted that very early on, that I was probably not going to get married and I was probably not going to have kids. Because of just my innate nature, I was very focused on what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be, and then, and always have been a traveler, that that was, that was my, that was my norm that they grew up with. And so my family pretty much latched onto that right off the bat. I have never had my parents or anyone else being like, oh, we don't have any grandkids and making me feel bad about it. They just always right. kind of knew Dallas is going to be the explorer. <laughs> She's just going to go. <laughs> And if it happens, great. And if it doesn't, totally okay. Because I also, one of my cousins pretty much knew she was going to go the air quote norm route, right? She was going to have the kids and the grandkids and do that side of thing. And so that was fine. It kind of made up for that. So I've never, you know, I've never experienced that, any sort of major judgment, although it is biting me a little bit now because I don't necessarily have the support structure in place to deal with what what has happened in my change of lifestyle due to my condition. So the judgment a little bit might be a little bit on me. <laughs>
<laughs> my judgment of myself and my choices right. at this point. I think that's something we need to put out there though, is that if you are feeling judgment, whether it's you and self-judgment or whether the you feel the judgment is coming from someone else, the first thing you need to do is you need to stand up for yourself. Who are they to judge your choices and your lifestyle? Who are they? You know, They're not living your life. They are not. If it is a situation where it's maybe a light judgment, so to speak, talk with them about it. Say, hey, why do you feel this this way about my choices? You know, and have a, have an open discussion. Easy enough to do. This is something that you can just not give someone excuses because you should never apologize for how you live your life, but you give an explanation mm -hmm. for why choices you've made are there. So talk to people. And if it's a, a matter of, they're just going to judge you anyway, good Lord, walk away. Get away from that person. You don't need that negativity. You don't need anyone yes. looking down on you. Yes. There's, if you are not hurt, anybody, then you are better than a very large percentage in the world. And remember what we said in friendship, 6 billion plus people on the planet walk away. Definitely. <laughs> is not a person who agrees with your lifestyle, who's going to make you feel bad about the choices that you've made, about the way that you're living your life. And again, if you're not hurting people, then yes, definitely. acceptance is key. Definitely. And I don't think there's enough of that. I think, I think so too. I think you just need to accept how people are. You know, we mm -hmm. said, if it's not something you're willing to accept, walk away. Don't take that judgment because you don't deserve it. Lack of judgment on the quote unquote normal scale, right? <laughs> Are you happy? Honestly, I really have to say that most of the time I am. I have That's good. pretty much everything that I dreamed of. And luckily it turns out what I did want, I still do want. That's good. And I obviously have days that I absolutely want to run away and forget I have a family and forget I have a house and forget I have whatever responsibilities of that day. But I think at those little points in my life, I have to and I'm, I'm not that great at this because I'll sit on the phone with you for two hours and just complain and complain <laughs> and be like, come get me. But what I need to do more of is dig deep and find on those days where I'm just miserable, dig deep and find out, well, where is my happiness today? And it'll come up to be something like, well, my children are healthy. Mm -hmm. They may be at home driving me absolutely bananas, <laughs> but they're healthy. Hence and I get a call. At the end of the day, when I'm tucking them in and giving goodnight kisses. I can't be mad. You know, they say in a marriage, never go to bed angry. I can easily do that. <laughs> I can stay angry for days, <laughs> but with, with the kids, it's different. Mm -hmm. And I can't go to bed angry at them. It's just all forgotten. And they say that what the days are long, but the years are short. That is so, so true. true. They are growing up so fast. So I still have pictures of the cake I made for the older ones a baby what, shower. A baby shower on the beach it was a luau <laughs> yes you yes. wanted a luau we gave you a luau I did. On a I did. very hot day but yeah and i think with anyone with any type of lifestyle you're gonna have bad days mm -hmm. and everyone is and i think you just have to take a step back realize this is one day out of how many if you can't find happiness in that day then you know what just go to bed and work with yourself in your head well i'm gonna just make tomorrow a better day well, I'll tell you one thing that really helped me uh -huh. with the happiness aspect of things was literally a book called The Happiness Trap. All right, you're holding it up and I swear you've either lent that to me or you made me buy that and read it. I think I bought it and sent it to you. Okay. <laughs> Amazon. Yes, definitely but looks familiar. Yes. 
it was kind of eye-opening sort of suggestions. We have these definitions of what we think life is going to be, these dreams of what life is going to be early on, right? And then Mm -hmm. we continue with them throughout our lives. And then if things don't measure up to that, then we're not happy. Or in this case, one of the things the book brings up, which I think is so important, is life isn't always happy. And that's okay. It's not to get rid of negative thoughts. That shouldn't be the goal. Those will always be there. But how are you defining that happiness? Okay, I don't have all of the money that I would like, so I'm unhappy. Well, okay, but figure out where you are and what you can make of that particular moment. Definitely. Find that, what you were talking about a little bit earlier, find that simple joy in that day, in that month, in that particular part of your situation and focus on that. And again, don't define happiness as the goal. It's a nice aspect of what happens with your lifestyle choices, but it doesn't rule you. Right. And on whatever scale, I think we all just want to be happy. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we just have to adjust our vision of what makes us happy. Yes. Versus what we think or thought would make us happy. Mm -hmm. So let me throw it back to you. Are you quote unquote happy with where you are? So as what I said earlier, if you had asked me a couple of years ago, I probably would have said emphatic yes. Yes. (laughs) And I had a couple of friends who were like, we're totally jealous of you and your life and everything else. And, you know, I was, you were going going to to Europe and you were going to, was it China? Yes. I was, I was in Japan Japan for a while. It was fun. I missed out on Australia. I'm still bummed about that one in New Zealand. And I'm sitting at home with a colicky kid. Right. <laughs> you have to, you have to, you definitely have to make sure that you don't let envy get involved. True. Otherwise you won't ever have that satisfaction with yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I wanted to live vicariously through you, but did I ever want to like <laughs> want to actually switch or, or do that? No, I was good, but sorry to interrupt you. No, it's okay. Because I mean, sometimes there was envious the other way around. You know, I was like, ugh, I want to give up all of this. I'm like, this is it's so energy draining. I had a, a month long trip where it was, I think, like 15 countries in a I month. I know, but I remember that year I got a lot of different Christmas ornaments from different countries. I probably yes. got at least four. <laughs> you did. That was your request, though. You wanted yes. Christmas ornaments. So that is my collective. And it's fun to see those up on your tree occasionally. But yeah, if you had asked me a couple of years ago, emphatically, yes. And now I'm struggling. So I am having to find those new forms of joy in my life and adapt. And this is one thing that's been up on my refrigerator for a very long time. Uh And I never thought I'd be a person who would be like, I'm, you know, having a midlife crisis kind of thing. I'm not. I'm just because of my condition, my life has not continuing the way it had in the past. So I'm going to have to do something new, which is an extreme challenge in a change of lifestyle. And am I going to find the same joy in the next one that I have? But I have this great thing up on my refrigerator and it is never too late to be what you might have been. So that is so true. I'm not going to be, you know, pursuing to become an astronaut (laughs) at this particular point in my life. But what else is out there? So there are some times where it is a huge struggle. And I'm tearing up right now, and thank God we don't have video just yet (laughs) to be able to show it. But I have to kind of go back and figure out where are those places where I can find joy in my current situation and work towards adapting to the new situation because it's never too late. 
No. If you don't like where you are, you can make a change. It will require Absolutely. a lot of energy. Hopefully you have a good support system of friends and family to help push you and help you through it. But yeah, find your joy. And as I said, The Happiness Trap was a great book because it really illuminated that fairy tale that we put around our lives sometimes, mm -hmm. that rose-colored glasses that we want to see our life through, and that happiness is the only thing that's important. It's an aspect. And as you go through the change, you're going to have to find new definitions of happiness and joy. Definitely true on all counts of that. I think one of the things that is positive is the recent changes or adaptations we've had to make have led to this podcast. Yes. I now have kids that are back in school for the most part full time. And you've had to slow down with the nine to five or eight to 10 p.m. However many hours and you, you had crazy hours. <laughs> I had crazy hours. I had 24 hour schedules. Yes. Yeah. So slow down it. You know, we decided let's do this little podcast together, which is so much fun and I'm loving it. But that was a positive change that came out from having to adapt due to circumstances. And sometimes these changes or adaptations aren't all bad or seen as a so-called failure. Sometimes a change in circumstances can really be a positive thing. Well, someone who wants to go back to college, you can figure out a way to make that happen, hopefully. Or if you're out of a relationship, you can get on apps and do something right. about You can that. figure out more of your hobbies that you want to pursue in exactly. that downtime. Exactly. So changes, there's changes for the good, changes for the bad. But don't be afraid of those changes. For example, if you are in an unhappy or unhealthy relationship, please get out. Get out via breaking up. Check into divorce if that is something that you feel is, is coming up, that you have no other way out. Look into that. Look into therapy. If you've had a chronic illness diagnosed or a, a crazy injury, it's going to be with you for the rest of your life, or you're feeling mentally abused, emotionally abused, physically abused. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Go get therapy, make the changes. Sometimes changes are necessary. You have to get out of the lifestyle that you're yes. in to just be healthier with your mind, be mm -hmm. healthier with your soul and healthier physically in some cases too. Stress. It, it can be it's a healer. It, and it can be so scary. And I think you just have to dig deep and see how strong you are to make those choices. For example, if my relationship came to the point where I felt I needed to get a divorce, I'd be scared out of my mind. I it would be I a huge lifestyle change for you. I don't work. What would I do with the kids? What would I do with my living situation? But I would hope that my support system that I do have would help me, would encourage me and be there for me. And I, I hope I would have the strength to do it. And I send that hope out to everyone who's out there listening, who might be in a position where they do need to make a very hard change in your lifestyle, Yes. but make that change for yourself. And if you have kids for your kids or anyone else who needs your energy in the world. So that probably is a pretty good challenge for us because it uh, relates a little back to our last episode challenges from our autoimmune conditions. As I said, I am not able to exercise. So I was actually able to make that change to my lifestyle and I got a touch more exercise in. Wonderful. I paid for it. <laughs> I paid for it. So that's not going to work. I'm going to have to find another way to potentially put the exercise back in, but at least I gave it a go. 
Yes. It didn't increase the happiness, <laughs> but at least it's something that says, okay, now I know that's not going to work. I have another thing that I need to try. So okay. Lori, how did you do on your challenge last week? Okay. I'm trying to remember what I said I was going to do. I think you were going to focus on food. That's right. Due to the timing of our recording schedule and everything, that was an epic Oh, you don't failure. get to blame it on that. No. No, no I didn't even think when we <laughs> recorded it, oh, I'm going on vacation in a few days. It, it just wasn't in my mind. So I was like, oh, diet. And yeah, we went on vacation. And as anyone who goes on vacation knows, whether you're on a weight loss, diet or a specific type of food diet, it's very hard to stick with that when you're not at home controlling what goes in your food. So many restaurants yes. had not great choices for me. <laughs> and then, oh my gosh, we, we stopped in Little Italy for a few days and I was eating all the pasta, all the pizza, all the everything, <laughs> all the cannolis, sugar and flour and all those things that for myself are not healthy. And then on to the rest of our vacation where it's just restaurants restaurant, 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 where I cannot find and pick and choose what I want. And it was my childhood home. So I wanted to go to all the places that I remembered, you know, this bakery, that bakery, this pizza parlor, <laughs> this other place that made the world's greatest ice cream that I grew up on. So it was, a, it was a massive failure, but <laughs> that's not going to set Epic me back. Fail. Uh, it's not setting me back. It's no. the day I got home. I made sure I drank a ton of water just to help settle back. And I got right back on it. I got right mm -hmm. back onto the way that I like to eat to feel better. And that will, is a I new lifestyle say. choice for yes. you is your diet. The what you eat is yes. part of that overall lifestyle that mm -hmm. you have. And again, that's an adaptation I've had to make because mm -hmm. of the autoimmune disease. I mm -hmm. really need to keep an eye on the inflammatory foods I eat, which was pretty much everything I ate on vacation. So it was a failure for the challenge, but not a failure overall, because you know what? I had a week that I enjoyed what I ate. You gave yourself a break. I did. And now I'm back to it. And no judgment. I'm, no, I'm feeling better. And I'm just going to keep on going at it. Sounds good. So I think a great challenge for the listeners this week would be to find that part of your life that brings you joy. Identify oh, one. one part of your life that brings you joy. I like that one. And share that. Share that with your friends share that with your family and really share it with yourself too. I like that one. I think I've got a couple that I'd have to really think about. <laughs> you can have more than one. Yeah. We're not going to yeah. restrict you. Ending up for this week on lifestyles, because okay. again, this is a really big subject, but there are some aspects of it that we want to cover off to have people think about what really makes up the joy in their life. Definitely. And I think I want to reiterate, all choices are right. So long as no one's getting hurt in the process, the choice for you may be different from the choice from person sitting next to you, but there's nothing wrong with that. Don't let other people's influence or opinion make you feel bad about your choices or where you are. And also if you're not finding that happiness, then maybe look for things to add to your life or things to take out of your life that is causing that sense of precisely unhappiness or not having the joy that you should have in your life. Only get one go at this. Have as much joy as, as you can find. Don't be afraid to grow and to change. Absolutely. And I think everyone does every day in some way. I agree. I think on that sentiment kind of wraps up this episode for the week. What do you say? I think so. We've had a wonderful time wandering through lifestyles with you. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or become a Patreon member for special perks and bonus content. 
Join us for our next episode as we walk into a library. The world is your oyster in the imagination-expanding world of books. We'll discuss the impact digital has had on the industry, the joy of a bookstore, and some recommendations for our favorite literary luxuries. For a sneak peek of next week's walk-into topic, click on the Instagram icon to follow us. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. And this is the Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. The Two Redheads Podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received in exchange for providing review of this product, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintofillpodcast.com. We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.